Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Belgian Wellness. I can't even speak today. Belgian Wellness Podcast. Goodness gracious. I'm still hungover from last night or something. I don't know. Um, today, we have our special guest, my sister in Christ. I love her so much. But before I introduce her, I got to introduce my co-host, always, every day, lover, 1989, friend, oh, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Okay, now for our special guest. Okay. <laughs> I was so excited to do this. You, ju- you guys just don't know because I love oh. this woman. When I first met her, it's not every day where you meet someone and you find this instant connection. Like, I believe in past lives. I believe in all of that. And we must have been hook by crook something in our past life because it's like i talked to her like i've known her for years you say hooker <laughs> i said by you hook or by crook i thought you said hooker i was like you guys are hookers <laughs> no we're not hookers see that is what i heard okay if it, see hook not hook. okay hook okay your name not get to be mine out wow see see that I, we just gonna just scratch that. Okay. Love you. <laughs> Hookers. Anyway, my friend, my sister, I love her so much. Andrea Arroyo, newly, newly, because she's just married to this fabulous man, Andrea Castine. That's Welcome. Right. Right. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness, her list of accomplishments. Okay, y'all ready for this? She was just a guest author on Charvette Mitchell's radio show. Shout out to Charvette Mitchell. She's co-author of two books. One is called From Struggle to Success. Love the title. And the next one is We Prayed and God Moved. When I read that title, I said, we prayed and God moved. See, people don't realize that. People don't pray enough. They don't meditate enough. They don't sit down enough every day. Just like you would call your girlfriend every day. You need to call in up to God and pray every day. Amen. And prayer works. She is also the chief operating officer at Torn Label Project. And that's a nonprofit in Florida that promotes anti-hate and anti-bullying. I can't wait to hear all about that. My goodness, like I mentioned, she's newly married. She's a wife. She's a mother of two, daughter, sister, and above all else, a child of God. And she is the owner of One Word at a Time coaching and she knows how much i love the name of her coaching <laughs> company because it's all about to me life is about words it's about feelings it's about whatever you speak you're going to bring to you whatever right. you hold in you're still thinking about it you're still going to bring into it so we're going to talk about that as well i hope i didn't miss anything cuz i tried how are you mrs casting i am so so good thank you for asking coach shamika mary it is so good to be here this is just oh my goodness what a wonderful blessing what a way to like set off my saturday afternoon i couldn't think of any other place i'd want to be Seriously, I mean, you guys are amazing, and what you're doing is tremendous, and I feel honored to be a part of. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We feel honored to have you. So you've been pretty busy. You know what? Um, 
I have been busy. I prefer fully engaged in life. <laughs> Let me, I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you why. The word busy, and I love the way you talked about words. The word busy has gotten such a bad rap in the past decade, right? Girl, where you been? Girl, I've been busy. What have you been doing? I've been busy. And it's a throwaway line to not show up, to not be present, to blow people off, right? And so I am fully engaged in life. I am about my father's business. I am doing what I've been called and anointed to do. Mm. what's mm -hmm. for me is for me and what's not is not and i am not accepting every invitation to the barbecue to the <laughs> argument to the dance to the fight you know is a full sentence in it the is coming, no <laughs> <laughs> i have to i have to practice that sentence saying yes and then i find myself completely overwhelmed and miserable because I can't, you know, focus on one thing or accomplish something because I'm always saying yes, 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 because I want the other person to feel happy or feel important or, you know, just satisfied with me saying yes. So yeah. no. that word, no. No. <laughs> no. It's a beautiful word. It's an empowering word. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Don't I, do it. I learned that a, about a decade ago. It's yeah. like, oh, when, when you start to say it, you know, at first, when you first say it and you're not used to saying it, you're like, no. And you're like, wait. And then you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh I love that. Ooh, love there's that. no stress. Right. <laughs> and the more you say it, the more you fall in love with yeah. the word no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so yes you are fully engaged in life and that's what I love and you are doing what the father has called you to do and what better life than that I mean I love your post I love your energy and you were doing so much and I, I just I love it I love it definitely walking in your path Tell us about the, the nonprofit. When I read that, I was non delighted. What is that about? So the nonprofit was, is, uh, was founded by September Petrusca. We go back, uh, my son is 19. We go back more than 20 years. We've been friends, sisters in the Lord. And um, it's something, it was a vision that God gave her. And she asked me to join on board. And um, it is just, there's so much about it. It's anti-hate, it's anti-bullying, it's embracing, it's really embracing everybody, right? Mm -hmm. It's about love is love. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, my husband doesn't look like me. He's Irish and Dutch. Um, some people's husbands is another man. Some people's wife is another woman. It's it's all of that, right? It's white, it's black, it's brown, it's a little red, it's a little French toast, it's a little same sex, but it's not about, um, it's not about exclusion, it's about inclusion, it's about dealing in the beauty of life and love, but it's also dealing with the ugliness. I mean, let's get down to it. I'm 50 years old. And when I was a little girl, I was bullied. 
not mm-hmm. on the level of the bullying today. Our kids, don't get me started because I will mm-hmm. shout the roof down. Mm-hmm. Our kids are killing themselves over cyber bullying. People they've never even mm-hmm. met before yes. are calling them names, are taking them to a level of pain where 9, 10, 12-year-olds are like, I can't do this. What do you mean you can't do this anymore? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Torn Labels Projects is exactly what it says. We're tearing the labels away, and we're all about come on in, open arms, physical, virtual, whatever the case may be, and then taking it next level. It's about empowerment, you mm-hmm. know, letting people know you have the power to stand up to the bully because yes. the bully ain't nothing but a king baby with low self-esteem, period. Yes, yes, I love it. And that is so important because you're right. These kids are killing themselves over cyber bullying. I always use the term, man, people got a whole lot of email and social media courage. They have the courage over that computer to say things that they would never in a million never. years say to you in front of your face. And mm-hmm. these kids, do, they take everything personally. They are, they are being attacked and they don't know how to cope. And so to them, you know, it's best if they just, to end that pain, they rather kill themselves. Right. And there is no kind of um, consequences, no real consequences to me for the kids who are out there bullying other kids. I mean, sometimes you even speak to their parents and they're like, oh, that's normal kid stuff. That's not normal kid stuff. When did, when did being nasty to people become normal? I don't care who the president is. Being nasty, you, can, you cannot do that. You cannot yeah. do that. That's it's right. normal until their child is affected. That's what it is. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. Until their kid's That's affected, right. then it's normal. But, you know, if it was their kid or whatever, oh, it would not be normal. That's right. So, yeah. and it, it's, you know, messed 100%. up. It's, it's sad. So I thank, thank God for you. Thank God for the organization because these kids, all races and ethnicities need help. And I think the more you know, you put your message out there, it helps the world. The more that we have love in this world, as opposed to hatred and separation, the better humans, you know, that we, we become. And I, I always think of, you know, when my daughter was, was young, I mean, she had to be probably seven or eight years old. And someone asked her, what race was she? And she goes, what race am I? She goes, I'm the human race. What race are you? <laughs> and it, I love her. And it was just that simple. And ever since she said it, it, it just clicked in my mind. You know what? That's right. That's what we all are. You know, it doesn't matter if you're brown, black, green, purple, don't care. We're all human. And that's the race that we need to solidify and empower so that we can just be a better people. So thank you for that. Now tell me about your books. Oh, I love it. Because you know, I love to read. So, <laughs> What can I say? Um, Demetria Bowie uh, is who I'm published under DBP. And the one book that has been released already is We Prayed God Moves. Mm. Um, I'm chapter three. And with which I love because Holy Trinity, right? Father, Son, right. Mm-hmm. And um, my chapter deals with 
a very particular relationship that I'll be I'll be quite honest had this person not removed themselves from my life I might still be fully engaged in the relationship it was a friendship and it was just it had served its purpose you know um I'm sure you've heard the expression familiarity breeds contempt mm-hmm. and we spent so much time together that there were these utterances under our breaths there was some mumbling I said some things that were not pretty or godlike because look grandma says I'm cute not perfect mm-hmm. and, um, and and she said some things and it had gotten to a place where I don't hate you you don't hate me but reason season lifetime our season is up right and she walked away and I'm thankful that she walked away mm-hmm. um because again my son likes to call me the queen of the benefit of the doubt I will give you the benefit of the doubt sometimes to my own detriment you know what I mean because as a coach I have certain insights I have and as a as a Christian woman I've been given certain giftings as well so if I can see what's going on and what's made you this way the mercy overflows the grace Mm -hmm. overflows Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah she's this way his he's this way sometimes to my own detriment Mm -hmm. so yes Mm -hmm. that's what that book is about I can say it because it's out from struggle to success it's exactly what it is it's about being delivered amen from the corner office mm. and that list of accomplishments that you just that you just went down and those are not my accomplishments all glory to god mm-hmm. all glory to god i'm not fabulous i'm not special my mom thinks i'm special my husband thinks, my husband thinks i'm awesome i god think you're I'm special God said I'm precious in his sight. Amen. Um, But the reality of the situation is that from struggle to success, I decided that when I got laid off for the last time, it was going to be the last time. Mm -hmm. It was going to be the last time Mm -hmm. I was going to decide to do what I love. And what I love is caring for others on so many levels personal assistant, elder care, child care, took it next level, went to school, got my certification as a life coach. And when I tell you that I have encountered people that have said to me, oh my goodness gracious, I've never told another living soul what I just told you. I'm talking about 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds, walking around with these secrets, this baggage, these shackles. What? Mm-hmm. What? And then you entrust me with that? That's God. That's God. I'm so honored and so privileged and so blessed to be able to bring light and healing and encouragement and exhortation to my little corner of the universe. Child, please. 
And that's what you were here to do. That's what you were here to do. And I'm telling you, you do have that spirit that people will just say, okay, you know, I'm going to talk to her. <laughs> that's, you know, that's how it was when I first met Andrea. We were at a vendor, uh, a vendor show, a vendor event. And I pulled up next to her truck and she thought she needed to move. And she came out and said, do you have enough space? I can move. And I said, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I got this, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And instantly I was like, oh, I want to stay next to this woman. I didn't know why. I just needed to like be next to her. And I was trying to get my table position next to her. And I was trying to see what she was doing and what she was selling. And of course, I didn't get the table next to her, but she was behind me because the place was extremely small. And it was history from there. I, I, yeah. I didn't know what it was. It was like two things she said. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be my new friend. And I remember texting <laughs> Tanika. And I said, oh, I met this lady. She's really nice. You know, I'm going to talk to her. Because the girl that brought me to that show, uh, brought me to the, the vendor show, she wasn't even there. She came in like an hour late and was all flustered mm. and, and, you know, complaining. And I just, I don't know. I didn't want to, like, be around her because that's what she was doing, complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, she yeah. had that energy that I was like, ooh, that's my friend. <laughs> that is, that so. is that lovable energy where it just, it, it just exudes off of you. You don't even have to say a word, and it's like a magnet. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing that I noticed, because Mary knows some of her friends, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to keep this one out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know what in the world she. All right, that you like it, I love it. That's my favorite line when it comes to some of her friends. You like it, I love it, but I'm gonna stay over here because I gotta keep certain energies just at bay. But when yeah. I met you, I was like, oh, just said, now this is what I this is what I love. And I told Mary, I said, yeah, that's the type of friends that you need. You need you need that in your life. <laughs> And I feel the same way about both of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how long have you been coaching? I have been coaching for more than 10 years. Um, I've been certified for about three years. I thought that it was important to get my certification to lend that credibility. You know, there are those people that don't care. They just want the help, right? But then there are those people that's looking for those letters behind your name, right? Mm-hmm. That Andrea Royo, comma, CLC. They want to see that paper on the wall. They want to know when you went to school. They want to know what's your website. And so I decided to go back to school and get my certification. And, um, and, it, and it's been great. You know, the, the name is God-given, one word word is capitalized because again I am a Christian um, and the word has set me free every day um, all day and also because I fully believe that there is one word one phrase one sentence that we can get locked and loaded on from when we were 5 10 15 25 that mama said, that daddy said, that cousin said, my mm. boss said, and it, and it can bring you right back. And instantly you're that little girl trapped in whatever place it is. You know, um, someone said something to me that stuck with me for a very long time. Um, I remember he said, uh, oh, you're too pretty to get married. You're, you're not the kind that gets married. 
That's not a compliment. You telling me that I'm a homewrecker. Mm. That's not a compliment. Wow. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, wow. that's deep. That's mm-hmm. deep, deep. You know, yeah. and he really thought that he had dropped, like called me a dime or something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not accepting that. Bye. Um, <laughs> you know, and then uh-uh. at the same time, like we need to, we need to accept the fact that those things were said to us, but that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. We don't have to receive that. We don't have to embrace that. We don't have to carry that. We can take that and say, yes, it was spoken. No, I'm not receiving it right? Yes. And keep it moving. Yes. Keep it moving. And I fully believe that, you know, I tell my clients upon meeting them, I'm not looking for you to put my kids through college. (laughs) I'm looking to help you unlock the solution that is within you. It's already there. You already know. Yes. I'm going to help you get there. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to see you for five years. Look, it might take five years. I don't think it will, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it may take a year. It may take two. You may need to come back for a refresher, a tune-up, a maintenance, an oil change. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't, need to put, I don't need you to put my kids through college. I don't need you to pay my mortgage. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm here to get, get you to a place where you are reliant on God, Buddha, Allah, whoever your person is that's greater than you, right? Um, would it be great if everybody believed the way I did? Look, if it works. <laughs> Only if it works, right? That's right. Because I know who my father is. He hung the moon and the stars here. And um, but you have to find your own path. You have to get on your own journey. And I'm here to help you do that. Amen. Mm, amen. You know, you are so right. Somebody somewhere said something to somebody and it caused years of misery. Right. And I think almost everybody, if not everybody, especially girls, mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. that. I mean, I remember when I was younger and my grandfather looked at me and this was my mother's father and he looked at me and you know I came home from school I had just won the science fair over at Sacred Heart Elementary I was so happy I'm like oh look at my trophy grandpa and he's like you think you special because you got that trophy you ain't special you black you poor you ugly just like the daggone line in the color purple you are nothing and that trophy doesn't mean anything and I remember sitting with that as a sixth grader, because it was the sixth grade science fair, I will never forget that. And if I didn't have my paternal grandfather, I would probably have been even worse than I ended up to be in my teens and my 20s, because he was just like, no, he says, that's not true. He was like, that's not true. I mean, he didn't want, you know, my, my father's father, I, I swear, I 
I, I just love him dearly. I mean, he's been gone a long time, but I just loved him dearly. He goes, he don't have any trophies on his wall, does he? So obviously you're smarter than him. So what are you talking about? Yeah, you're black. Black is beautiful, you know? So what? You're not light-skinned. You're a nice brand of chocolate. And who doesn't love chocolate? Like, that was just <laughs> If I didn't have that balance, I, I mean, and you know, anybody who knows me from childhood know that I was a real messed up kid. Like I would fight. I mean, I would be in courthouse more than the lawyers. I mean, oh. they, they knew my name, you know, and it took a judge to basically tell me he was going to put my little ass under the jail. And <laughs> I came back and I, I was like, oh, no, I'm, I think, I, no, I don't think I would like that. But I never doubted my intelligence because of my paternal grandfather. But had he not been there to tell me, just like you said, we all have a choice to accept what people say about us or reject it, I, I would be crazy. I, I would probably be dead. Right. If it wasn't for that, I would be dead. Oh my God. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It, is, it is terrible. It was some, especially back then in the 80s, and, you know, you come from a, a family where a lot of people back then, it was a color thing. And, yeah. you know, if you're not, you know, if you don't look like, you know, Shonda, for instance, Mary, then you're not pretty. And that was something to, to get through, you know, thinking something's wrong with me because I'm chocolate. I'm like, mm, well, you know, I, God made me like this. So God made me. How can it be wrong? Like that's, that's exactly. no one could ever explain that to me. If God makes you, how can you be wrong? How can you be, you know, an imperfect being if you were made from something perfect? Not to say that you are perfect and that you do everything perfectly, but God don't make mistakes with nobody. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. So, and so God bless you because you do have, you do have a gift and a lot of people struggle in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s, and they're at a plateau and they can't move. It's like that glass ceiling and they don't know why. And I would imagine your clients come to you and then you hit that epiphany that happened when they were six, five, four, ten. And then they're like, oh my God, like I never thought about that in 40 years. You may not have thought about it consciously, but you've been living it unconsciously. And living it, right. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mary, you're looking all over there. You all right, Mary? <laughs> yeah. Just making me think like just the stuff like, you know, that was said to you when you were growing up. And then I start thinking like all the messed up things like my mother used to say to me, even from like, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, I mean, okay, you had your grandfather say, you know, you were ugly, you weren't special. Shit, my mother flat out told me, well, could you just not go to college? Because you're not that smart anyway. So could you just go to work and help us pay the bills? Mm. And, it, and, and even sometimes up until now, I, you know, sometimes I question myself, well, maybe I can't do this because I'm not, you know, not smart enough. And Tanika knows. She's like, you know, my, my little cheerleader. Like, yeah, you could do it sometimes. If it wasn't for me reconnecting with Tanika, I swear to God, I'd probably be dead I'd be on welfare, not that there's anything wrong with welfare if you really need it, but, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be in any, you know, in the position I'm in now, I wouldn't have my wonderful and sometimes grumpy fiance, but uh, <laughs> um, so many things like, you know, that my mother said with, 
you know, that I wasn't smart. And then, um, I, you know, with, you know, my ex-husband, I remember when we were dating, she didn't understand why he was, um, why he was with me. She's like, well, look at you. You have baggage, you know, you don't fix yourself. Like, look at the way you look. And she was looking me up and down in like disgust. And this is my mother, my mother. Never once did she, like, I would look at other people and I would see the relationships they had with their mom. I don't have that. So when people think like I'm nuts, like, oh, well, why do you say that about your mom? You should hear the stuff that she said about me and to me. Um, She would gossip about me, even until now. She would gossip about me to my aunt, to my sister, to my cousin, and she would think like these things wouldn't get back to me and they did. And over the years, like now I've, I'm so immune to it. So when people say like, you know, fucked up shit to me, sometimes it doesn't affect me because my own mother has been attacking me since I was a teenager. Mm. So mm. some stuff just doesn't bother me anymore, you know? Mm. So yeah, that's what I'm like, thinking about like all this stuff and, you know, even even now I'm like, you know, will I succeed? Cause now I'm going through like a career change where I'm not working in the field that I've been working in for over 20 years. I'm mm. getting out of like my little comfort zone and it's scary. And I question like, Oh, will I, will I do well? Like, you know, will I be able to survive? Like what's going to happen? And I'm like, you know what? It's going to do it because it always works its way. You know, it always works out. God That's always right. has my back, no matter what. I God, please just, you know, I don't need to be filthy rich, but, you know, let me at least just be able to feed my right. kids and pay the bills and, you know, have electricity, you know, just the basic things. And, he, you know, he hooks me up. Yeah. Like, it, just, it, it, it works out. So, you know, I try not to stress and just, you know, go with the flow and it'll work out one way or another. Yes. <laughs> so. It always does. <laughs> it does. It always works out. Always. It's crazy what, you know, parents and relatives and good meaning friends, you know, say or do that I'm sure in their minds, um, most of them, not all of them, don't even mean to cause the devastation that they're causing in a person. Agreed. You know, some, I mean, some, some parents and people just don't care and they just want to hurt you. But overall, sometimes parents do things to their children that they may mean what, in their kind of convoluted mind, they think that they're doing the right thing. And, you know, then they wonder why, you know, they grow up and then their kids aren't performing at their best. And it is because they have these, this emotional baggage that kind of keeps them stuck in a rut and you know so thank thank god for coaches like you andrea because that is that is a gift and it's also a necessity in this day especially now especially Mm -hmm. now when you have these young girls and and i'm always going to be the one as you got girls know women know that's always going to talk for women always 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 because i'm a woman i can't talk for a man i don't have a penis and i may understand their struggles but i don't live their struggles so i'm always going to talk about women and what some women go through like even as far as their their weight is concerned you know i have some of my clients are very successful 
and I mean, six, seven figure salaries and they can't drop weight. And it's all because it's, an, it's emotional. It's something happened to you, you know, because once you put someone, once you change the way they eat, they eat and they still aren't releasing any weight, it's up here. It's and up it, there. It's up there. And that's harder to deal with than someone who is fine up there and they just can't stop eating cookies. You know, that, that person's easy. Right. But the majority of them aren't. And, you know, they're successful because they cut that part of their life and they just focus solely on one area to try to um, dull that pain. They figure the more money I make, then, I, then I've proven myself to my mom, to my dad, to my grandparents, to whoever. And then they get all this money and then they're like, okay, um, okay. It's not fulfilling. It's not happiness. Right. And so God bless you, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. I just love that. So how, what would you tell someone, Andrea, that is going through a crisis and they know what the crisis is they know it's something that happened in the past they're not sure how to get over it you know what what is the how would you have them start to try to heal themselves let's say of abuse because one of my um one of another speaker that I'm trying to get, she deals in abuse and sexual abuse because she realized that so many of, you know, her clients were like sexually abused as, as, you know, kids and as teenagers and they can't seem to get over that trauma. How could they start to get over that trauma of sexual abuse? The first thing I do with any client, and I do have uh, I do have many clients that are walking through um, sexual abuse, and it's uh, it's horrifying. It's one of it's one of the ugly scars that this country carries, and um, I ask them first and foremost, now that they've admitted that it's happened. I ask my clients on a scale of one to 10, what's the impact within your life? Mm. 10 being the greatest impact. Does it affect your dating? Does it affect your relationships with girlfriends? Does it affect how you trust anybody? And of course the answer is usually between eight and 10, because a trauma like that affects us across the board. You may not think so, because it's bigger than sex. Mm-hmm. Once someone has violated you in that way, it's hard to even say, well, the light is on. I don't believe you. What do you mean you don't believe me? There's something deep within you that you just can't believe anything that's being said. So once you've admitted that it's happened, once you admit um, how big a part it plays in your life, I then say to them, how committed are you to getting to the other side? 
and they'll generally say to me, what does that mean? Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Are you willing to get down to the get down? And I mean mascara running, possibly on the floor, face in the pillow, yelling, screaming, talking about the gory details. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I could feel the heat on my neck. I could feel the weight on my body. Mm -hmm. I could feel the, you know what I'm saying? Um, if you're ready to go there, and I'm not saying go there at the, on the third session, the third time that we get together. I'm saying if you think you're willing to go there, oh. then let's get there, mm. right? Let's get there. And um, yeah, let's get there. Let's I get there. That. I love that. And I had to pose that question because um, I have a lot of messages from young people, from older people about sexual acts that happen to them and mm -hmm. they can't get over it. And I told each and every one of them that I have a coach that can help you and she's going to be on and you need to tune in. <laughs> yeah. So that is why I asked you I that can. question because um, there are certain things that I know I'm built for and there are certain things that I know that I'm not. And when I know that I can't help a person, I put them in touch with other people who I know that can help them because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. You know, you right. need, you got, you need help with lowering your cholesterol or type two diabetes. I got you. You want to lose some pounds? I got you. You experience sexual trauma? That's not me. That is Andrea, yeah. Mrs. Andrea Castine. Yeah, that's me. And so, <laughs> so for whoever is listening, and you know, you're going through something that's similar to this, or you are at a point in your life where you just don't know something something's not clicking, something isn't right, whatever it is, you guys need to reach out to Andrea. Do you just coach men or do you coach men and women? I coach men, I coach women. Um, I have a family. So I coach the mom, the daughter together. Then I coach the mom and the dad together. Mm -hmm. Then I coach the mom, the dad and the daughter together. I have, um, I do marriage counseling. Um, I'm happy to say that I'm actually seeing them tomorrow. When I met them, her bags were packed and she was leaving. Mm. And tomorrow when I get there, they will be returning from Italy um, from spending two weeks together. Aww. So yeah, all glory to God, all glory to God. So no, I don't just coach uh, men and women and I do you know general conflict I help women that are reinventing themselves mm -hmm. you know maybe their kids maybe they've been home since the kids were born and now they're graduating high school or in high school and they don't need them at that same level and they're going into the business world for the first time mm. you know post-divorce what do I do now Mm -hmm. um, sexual abuse, right? Mm -hmm. um, I do coaching in recovery from drugs and alcohol to physical abuse, emotional abuse. Um, it runs its gamut. There are certain things that I will say 
not my scope, right? Mm-hmm. Not my strength. Um, I, uh, I can empathize. I have a deep, deep, deep level of compassion for our transgender community. That's not my strength. That's not my training. That's mm-hmm. not my anointing. I'm not here to do any harm. I'm here to bring healing. Mm-hmm. And um, I can get you to somebody. I'm not that somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I've been given enough wisdom and humility to say, that's not me. Mm. That's not me. And you know, to me, that makes that makes a person even better because sometimes people try to get out of their lane and go in somebody else's lane. And the only person that really ends up on the wrong end of that is the client. Right. So I do know that you give, let me see here, a complimentary discovery session. I do. I do. It ranges anywhere from, look, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Call me, text me, email me. Let's figure it out. Let's carve out some time and, you know, see what the issue is and, and let's take it from there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first step, you know, you got a problem, not sure what it is. Give Andrea a call utilize that discovery session you have nothing to lose at this point if it's not a fit for her or if it's not a fit for you she'll let you know and point you in the right direction Uh, where where and how can i get a copy of that first book of yours because i want to read chapter three (laughs) i want to read the whole book but i want to read chapter three yeah, yeah, I love reading. Yeah, I love uh, reading, man. I, I, you can tell, tell me about it when you're done reading it. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, <laughs> i give you the reader's diary. I'm, I'm not a fan of reading. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm actually, I will be putting the book up on my on my Facebook page, my coaching page, and I'll be putting it up on my coaching website. Uh, I am in possession of some copies, so if you're interested in making the purchase, just reach out to me offline and I will get it to you. You hear that, people? Reach out offline and you re- you tell me what I need to do because I need the book. It's just that simple. I cannot, you know, cannot endorse one of my favorite people. And if you wrote it, it's definitely worth reading. And I'm very excited i'm excited to read it i'm excited for you i'm i'm just like overwhelmed right now with just happiness for you you. because you you definitely deserve it you know you have a wonderful family i hope the kids are well this is your son's second year yes he's a sophomore in college and my daughter's going to be a senior i am so they are they are my I why you know when people ask me why I do what I do because I want my kids to know that they don't have to be a slave to the corner office mm. They, mm. they can do what they love they can mm. look life is about taking that risk right that's right you know someone said to me oh my gosh I can't believe you're leaving corporate America look corporate America is not going anywhere if what I'm doing doesn't work, my resume is still fabulous here. <laughs> 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 Corporate America is not 
going anywhere. No, no, it's not. They're always going to need great people. Right. And for some people, corporate America, you know, works and that's, that's just what they love. And, but for others, it's like, you know, that even though you're very successful at that, that that's just not what you want to do. You just, you have a higher calling than even that six figures or for some people that seven figures at the time can give you. And right. so um, I'm all, I'm all about it. Finding, finding what you love and doing what you love because then you never have to worry about working a day in your life. And that's true. a very true saying. It is. So I hope you all enjoyed our podcast today. And I just wanted to remind you all um, to get in touch with Andrea for a complimentary discovery session. She is at One Word at a Time Coaching. Her phone number is 201-290-1644. You can reach her online at onewordcoach.com. The email is onewordcoach at gmail.com. That's great. And if you're on Facebook, you know, her handle is One Word Coach. So I don't know what y'all waiting for. Y'all know y'all got stuff y'all need to clean up. Start cleaning it up. Start cleaning it up. You know, stop living in the lies. We all, sometimes we get to live in the lies. We just, you know, we making sure everything is okay. Y'all know everything is not okay. Stop living in the lie. Give Andrea a call, email, hit her up on Facebook, something, because y'all all need Jesus and y'all all need help. So what's the problem? That's just what it is. What's the problem? <laughs> what is the, and she can help you. And I'm telling you, it you don't know how you don't know how how good you feel until you release that. You know, it's just like when you've been you know, sick or, you know, when I was overweight, I didn't realize how, you know, cause when, even when you overweight, you're like, yeah, I feel good. I didn't realize how messed up I felt until I dropped that weight and was like, oh my God, I have all this energy. I don't need coffee. But wow. I really was messed right. up when I was, you, you don't know until it's over. So mm-hmm. you all can have the lives that you want if you get rid of that now that's baggage. That baggage that your mother was talking about, Mary. That one, that's not the baggage. Your that's about. not baggage. That's that's not baggage. Those, those are baggage. That's right. Those are your children. Those are baggage. Those are baggage. Those are blessings. She picked the wrong B. That she meant blessings. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she picked the wrong B. That's what they are. So the real baggage, if you have it, you know, just contact Andrea get that help I mean you can't go wrong Definitely. you can't go wrong is there anything Thank else you, so you would much. like to say Andrea to our audience beautiful take the first step call me text me it's not hard and uh, it may seem hard and so I will put it this way you want to live with it or you want to live without it. Mm. You already know what you already know what it feels like to live with it. <laughs> Take a chance. See what it's like to let it go. Mm, that's right. How about that? I love mm-hmm. that. See how it is. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. <laughs> Happy Saturday. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Oh, Bless you. Thank you. Bless you too. And yeah, send me that information on that book. Uh-huh. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you.